Welcome back to Angel on Top, a podcast where we watch and discuss every episode of Angel one by one, spoiler free and in tandem with no one. Everything has changed. We're all alone. Producer Kristen, we miss you too. I'm your co-host, Latoya Ferguson, a.k.a. the dead female lead of the buffering verse, a.k.a. one half of the gun squad. Gonna be honest, folks, it's roof stoof right now, a.k.a. the Gilbert to Morgan Sullivan, a.k.a. Daddy, even if no one can remember that, a.k.a. Captain Forehead, a.k.a. Even more annoying new nicknames to come. And I'm your co-host, Morgan Ludich, a.k.a. the other dead girl one of the buffering verse, a.k.a. the other half of the gun squad, Sigh, a.k.a. the Sullivan to Latoya's Gilbert, a.k.a. Daddy, which I can say with no reservations, unlike the gun squad thing, a.k.a. William Bloody, a.k.a. even more annoying new nicknames to come. And this week, we're watching Angel Season 5, Episode 16, Shells. Shells was written and directed by Stephen S. DeKnight. It aired on the WB on March 3rd, 2004. And this is the one where Team Angel remembers they're on a Joss Whedon show and try to bring Fred back from the dead before Illyria can command her bug army to destroy the world. Sure, you were excited for a bug army, you little freak. <laughs> yeah, I wish I'd seen bugs. Okay, guys, I'm about to do it. it hasn't been done in so long. Ooh. Previously on Angel. Woo! Yes. Fred gets the mystical dust and Lauren's sunshine and bleh, and she's hollowed out. Ah, let's save the day. It's called Illyria, the deeper well. Why can't I stay? Eyes harden. She's blue now. Thankfully, we don't have to see the Caesar. This will do. Um, I was shocked to see, first of all, wh- when I was using my own resources, previously. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, is Hulu going to have the previouslys? Hulu had the previouslys. Yeah, oh, baby. yeah. Which is still, it's wild to me, considering they didn't do them uh, in season four for, like, Apocalypse Nowished into Habeas Corpses. So you were, like, very confused with, like, the very short opening teaser. Even though, Like, obviously, mm-hmm. like, no one wants to see Connor thrusting again. But, like, mm-hmm. in that moment, you should probably know why Angel is very upset and punching things off screen. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's I, wild. Wild to finally get previously, as I noted it in my notes as well. I was like, for this, we finally get previously? <laughs> Doing backflips back. for, for something so tiny. But again, we've made clear how it's so important previously's are. Very, very, very. It makes it feel um, like it's a full piece. Yes. Like, actually, what happened before might matter. <laughs> yeah. Um, just so we all know, this episode of Angel went up against the OC episode, The Goodbye Girl, which is Anna's Goodbye, which also makes me cry a lot. This was also, uh, the night, uh, this was after Mr. Ian's last episode of Smallville. Ooh, the country was in mourning. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I wrote a very dumb note that I I had, just had to get it out of my head. So bear with me. Give me a head with shells, long, beautiful shells. And I wrote, is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not sure it is, but I really appreciate you sharing it with me. I before I even watched the episode, that's just it was in my head. I had to get it out. I'm sorry. I will never be sorry. I, I think I should be for that. It doesn't even make sense. You can never be sorry about a song parody to me. You know, like I'm I'm always the audience for that. It makes zero sense. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but I do want to ask, what'd you think of Shells? Um, so as discussed in our previous episode of Hole in the World, this con- this continues to be the episode where I do cry. I was even, like, I was crying mm-hmm. before the song even started in the previous scene. I'm like, why am I tearing up already? It's not even happening yet. Like, a, a place called home isn't even playing yet. And I was, I was like, Illyria got me knew. fucked up. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was pretty poignant. So I, I but yeah, all caps in my nose. Why am I already tearing up? I have not seen this episode in years. Hey, man, it fucking hits like that fucking ending. It really does. It, it Even though I, you know, have the problems that I've had that I've talked about, mm-hmm. that I will talk about. Yeah, um, we'll talk about that, the problems, of course. That song uh, and that montage and just watching Fred one last time. Oh, gutting. Yeah. But how, how did you feel about this episode? Um, you know, very much Hole in the World Part 2. Um, I felt... Um, you know, and, and so essentially, like my notes are going to be very much my criticisms from a hole in the world part two. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, same issues with gun, same issues with this being all about the men. Although it makes mm-hmm. more yeah. sense now that Fred is dead for it to be all about them. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, it's uh, a little complicated. Uh, you and I talked a little bit off mic about Harmony is now the Pink Ranger. Uh, she is now the girl one and is getting an upgrade yes. as such that doesn't necessarily fully make sense. Love Harmony. Talk about that. Um, Mercedes McNabb pulls it off, but like Harmony has never had emotional intelligence until this episode. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Uh, and um, just really, really grateful to see Knox get fucking killed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Obviously, I was not uh, joining the, the the weird pro Knox train you were Taylor on last episode, <laughs> you freaks. But here, let me find my exact notes real quick. Sorry to make this. Uh, yeah, uh, so I wrote in my notes. Uh, I think when he, they go to, uh, you know, the, the the location where it's the Hyperion when it's a bus station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that's that, that's why Fred's parents are here, because they went back to the Hyperion yeah. as a bus station. <laughs> but yeah, I hate all of his bits. Like, mm-hmm. even at the time, I, f- I felt like he was like a lesser Xander and, you know, that like yeah. Joss proxy. It's, mm-hmm. you know how people in bad uh, faith always say that Joss's like writing was a lot of, well, that happened. I feel mm-hmm. like that is exactly what Knox's delivery is. And especially yes. when Boreanaz does it so much better, like after Gunn shoots Knox and his reaction, I'm like, that's how mm. you do it well. I feel like every yes. every blow that Knox has, I'm just like, this is awful. This is like, yes. this is atonal and not even in a way where, like there's always like the contrast of the drama and comedy and Josh shows. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's just bad every time Knox does it. Yes, uh, there there is a lot of online talk about kind of like the... They fly now being a Joss Whedon like uh, result. And I hugely disagree like yeah. that. They're very, very different things that I guess could look the same on the outside to, I don't know, like 
someone dumb um uh, to be honest uh, <laughs> to, sorry. to the layman to the layman sorry to slam but i they're very different things and you are right like none i will say the one Knox joke in these entire two episodes that i think genuinely works for me is something we skipped over at a hole in the world where they're talking about how fast they can get to england and he's like you can get like he's like we can get there in 12 hours and he goes you can get there in four pause we have really good jets. <laughs> like, it's it's the only it. one. It's the only line where he's not like smirking his way through it. Yeah, it's like the joke has actual content to it rather than commentary of like, eh, that's what she said. Like, because it's not just like an alley oop on a joke that doesn't even exist. And it's also know? before the reveal that he is the villain. So now the way they're playing with, with this, his, his like his Renfieldness is just, Ooh. and again. Xander did it better. Xander was a way better Renfield. He ate bugs and shit. Like, I I feel nothing for this man. And I, even his, like, the slights with Illyria being like, oh, my last Quahazan was taller and all of that stuff. Just, like, none of it is hitting for me. Like, yeah. I don't... If she doesn't care Rick about, like, His Rick Springfield screensaver? Like, what... What does that even mean, too? Is that another, like, weird gay panic joke? I could I, not even tell. It, it, it's it's very yeah i don't i don't get it i don't know what the intent was um i do mm-hmm. also i have to i'm gonna probably rant but like mm-hmm. part of the story again to get to the good stuff of this season the second half is again like it's tighter now but like the, the places where it's loose are because the first half of the season were so loose and it wasn't like a it was just kind of mm-hmm. like a, a mess of things to the point where when he brings up to Illyria how he was 11 and reading the forbidden text, like this guy has been evil, evil for a very, very long time. And Mm -hmm. this episode is just like, Lauren must've missed it when he read him. There is no, like he used something, did a whammy. It was just, I was distracted. Like Mm -hmm. if, you give the story of Lorne, like, the glitz and glamour is affecting him to the point he's, like, off his game. Mm-hmm. That's a story you tell, and then it makes sense. Mm-hmm. They just had the life of the party, and that's that, and no other character, yeah. like, development. Nothing. There's so... M- <laughs> I'm just like, here's how I would have fixed it. Like, complete, mm-hmm. like, just writing on my walls. Like, I, I am Fred Absolutely. Burkle, and, and here's <laughs> how I fix season five of Angel. And it's mm-hmm. very presumptuous of me, I know, but it's just, like... The issues we have are because of the the way it was so loosely written. And just for yes. the tightening up of the show, uh, I will say based on an interview, I remember like one of the ones I referenced for Christian Kane, they mm. officially found out the show was canceled while filming the episode after this one. So okay. everything is officially pivoting for an end game starting there. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. That's really good to know. And because I, yeah, it's they were hard. hoping, mm-hmm. they were hoping for a season six with this, yes. but honestly, I've read a good portion of the angel season six comics. I'm happy they didn't get a season six because angel season six comics to me are bad. And also <laughs> the show would not have the comics budget. Mm-hmm. And so it would look bad too mm-hmm. without spoiling. It would just all be a whole bunch of bad. Yeah. Um, I do not know much about the six comics, but I just do know, like, sometimes it is hard when you're watching this to not want to get in there and just be like, okay, what would be better? Like, what am I? Sometimes it's hard to put your finger on exactly what is wrong until you have found your own way to solve it. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's, there's a lot of 
There's a I lot mean, of holes here, and it's a little rough. And part of the the gut issue, uh, just mm-hmm. to keep bringing up issues I, again, apologies, but we say this. I, get, I, I think I say this out of love, at least, mm-hmm. because I was just thinking, as Gunn's, you know, alone in his hospital room, part of what doesn't work about this is the lack of Cordelia, because mm-hmm. Cordelia made it her mission in season two to save Gunn. Yes. Like, sh- she should uh, be here to, mm-hmm. like, try to help Gunn, like, at yeah. certain points. Yeah, it's like Gunn has no friend here. Like like what with Wes, like whatever they had that seemed to get patched up is completely cut off through this because they make him the fall guy for this problem, which is ridiculous because it's also Lauren's fault for not being able to read Knox. It's also Who is very evil. <laughs> very evil, who's incredibly evil. It's also Angel's fault for making them be here. Like it's it's so many more characters. Like, it feels very simplistic for us to all just kind of point our fingers at Gun and he has to like cry and be alone and be sad. It just feels again like this is a character we like to sideline and punish a disproportionate amount wonder why it sucks also in terms of tightening it up so say fred had chosen Knox, would they have never fucked because look at his body (laughs) would have noticed something has a whole thing in his torso (laughs) (laughs) yeah look it's not a vol cell he likes to leave his shirt on during <laughs> and not press your chests against each other. <laughs> that limits you position wise. And I don't want that for Fred. <laughs> but yeah, it's mm-hmm. I just, some questions. I'd Many love to have answered. Like but, how uh, you can give me a head with shells. Long, beautiful <laughs> shells. True. Uh, shall we dive right in? Let us do it, because you know I love it when an episode dives in straight from the previously's baby. Oh, yes. Uh, nothing nothing quite hits like it. Uh, we pick back up in Fred's room right after this will do. Wes calls her Fred. You know, And I wrote in my notes, no, bitch. <laughs> and then realizes she is Illyria. Yeah. Uh, Amy, already off the bat, Amy's performance, the way, like, the way mm. she moves on the way to the mirror and the way she's just, like... Mm. Wes is like disgust, like when he says Illyria, even through his tears. Mm-hmm. And she, like, it's just like everyone's killing it in performances. Amy. Absolute A plus. Uh, uh, thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Wire yeah. emoji, fire emoji, etc. Um, Illyria is not stoked that a human thinks it can speak to her. Um, you know, she thought that they would have died out by now. Um, I would really like to tell more men to bleat at me no longer. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, a flex, and I like it. Um, Wes grabs a huge axe and is ready to apparently there. Yeah, I guess. I'm like, "Mm -hmm." I assume it was there in preparation for this to happen. Like, if Fred becomes Illyria, I gotta chop off the head immediately. Yeah. Fair enough. But I also was like, you know, like given what we've seen with him cutting Lila's head off after she's dead, once you're out, it's over for you. Wes will <laughs> cut your head off. Ladies, she's still Fred and he cuts, <laughs> cuts his head off anyway. <sighs> Don't go too soon. Uh, we go to titles. We come back. We see the axe shatter against Illyria's skull. Uh, this is not quite going to do it. Oh, yeah. Also, from the credits... Amy is still very much Fred in the opening credits, which means there's still hope, right? 
yeah. <laughs> Oof. So the axe shatters against her skull, and uh, oh, hey, Illyria remembers Winifred Burkle, refers to her as the shell I'm in. Great. Wes doesn't care much for that. She observes his grief. She doesn't like that either. Wes says... Yeah. She is disgusted by the grief. And I love how disgusted she is. Because, like, mm-hmm. Glory and Jasmine, they were basically, like, amused by the audacity of these lesser beings. Mm-hmm. And, like, Hubert's is part of what led to their downfall. Not Lyra. She's like, ew. <laughs> like, ew. this is... I, I want no part of this. Absolutely. I do admire that about her. Like, Glory kind of had been humanized by her time on Earth and, like, learned to love bubble baths and things like that. Jasmine was attempting to appeal to all the humans, whereas Illyria is just here to kill, 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 which uh, kind of fucking rocks. Uh, Wes says, if you stay here, you're going to be surrounded by humans, like roaches, crying, sweating, puking their feelings all over you. Go back. Go back and sleep until the humans are gone. And yeah, that's I say, not something she can do. I say fine speech, but Wes, Fred is dead, dead. Mm-hmm. Mm. She explains, this carcass, again, not nice words, uh, is bound to me. I cannot change that if I cared to. And then she's like, bye, I'm going to eradicate all humans. <laughs> and she just puts Wes through a wall. <laughs> cool, hot. <laughs> the first time that she's extremely strong because that wall, oof. Oof. Um, then on the Wolfram and Hart private jet coming back from England, Spike is monologuing about how unfair mini bottles are, how they look like a drink from far away. He uh, also kind of voices that Fred probably wouldn't have wanted to live at the cost of thousands and thousands of people. So Angel did the right thing. And also, she must be gone by now. Yeah. Also, speaking of perspective, as Spike keeps bringing up, I love how Denight shoots this in the perspective with Angel in the foreground and Spike in the background. Yes. Yeah. Really good uh, direction by Denight in this moment. Like you uh, you get that like Angel's barely listening to this. And honestly, Spike's just talking to hear something that isn't sad silence. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Angel has some stuff to say about death. He's kind of like, isn't this a rule that can be broken? You, me, Buffy? all fucking resurrected isn't there something to be done here and we get kind of the hint of of what our premise is going to be for this episode this kind of doomed attempt at reversing death it's not Mm -hmm. quite prue hallowell fighting the literal concept of death but it is in that arena We, we go to Gunn's office, and Gunn and Harmony are, are chatting while an unconscious Knox is tied to a chair. Because he lived, bitch. Ugh. But Harmony is very willing to fuck his shit up if Gunn will give her the green light. But uh, Gunn wants to do it himself, because it's personal for him. And, you know... Uh, it's personal for Harmony, too, because they hung out the one time. I... This was a joke that made me laugh, but also yes. made me want to scream and tear my hair out, um, which mm. is kind of like I, a Glee special. <laughs> I was about to like jump through the TV if they were. It was like there's we're so close, but then they did subvert that with uh, it was just the one time. As we said, we should have been more times, but like hey, at mm-hmm. least they made a, a good joke out of it. It's the rest of the emotional intelligence that's out of nowhere for Harmony, who again I love, but mm-hmm. it's Harmony. Yeah, she's she has limitations. Um, yeah, it's it's just kind of a bummer. Like she's like, oh, you think oh you think I just want to do this because of my bloodlust? Well, 
Yeah. <laughs> um, which is also fun. Uh, Wes shows up and says, Fred's gone. Uh, we hear that a lot this episode. People talk about her being gone um, uh, rather than dead. Uh, it's a kind of a, a, a thread, I think, that is through here. And it's talking about, well, if she's gone, can she be brought back? And uh, I think there's just some interesting stuff about grief and the immediacy of the horror of finding out that someone you love is not around anymore. Um, it, you know, tonight kind of continues that from where mm. we picked up. Uh, Knox loves it. Beautiful. Cool. Thumbs yeah. up. Can't wait for Elyria to be here. Uh, fuck off. Uh, but yeah, when Wes shows up, he's like, he's so, he wants to know why they're torturing Knox, but he supports it anyway. Yeah, he's like, cool, but like, can I just ask why? <laughs> uh, they, he's like, Fred's gone. Knox is like, great. She's beyond flesh, beyond perfection. And he monologues about how Fred was beautiful and warm and great. And I cannot believe Wes did not murder him here. <laughs> oh yeah, I wrote no caps. Kill him. Yes. Gun yeah. stops Wes when he takes his gun out. And he's like, hey, I know how you feel. And Wes is like, actually, you don't, because I felt her die in my arms. You can't know how I feel. And I'm like, again, Alexis is great, but this is all about Wesley. And all about, like, which man has the right to feel grief over the loss of the girl that was, you know, the tug of war rope between mm -hmm. the two of them. Not compelling yeah. to me. Um, but uh, Angel shows up and he's like, yeah, I fucking know. So let's get her back. Cool. In Angel's office, Angel and Spike catch the gang up on what happened at the well. Lauren beats himself up for not seeing stuff coming with Knox. And Angel interrupts to hand wave that and is like, there's a lot of things we all could have done. Like not coming to Wolfram and Hart in the first place. And I'm like, yeah, how about we sit in that for a second? But we don't have time. We keep going. Uh, Lauren leaves. He just like... He doesn't know what he can do here, and he's, uh, you know, hurting pretty hard. Gunn admits that someone got the sarcophagus out of customs, and he's working on finding out who it is. And Winnie gets his hands on him, boy, yeah, you oughta. Ugh, it's rough. <laughs> Wes uh, does some sniping. Angel tries to do a pep talk, but Wes doesn't care to hear that. He's like, he says again, Fred's gone. She's a shell. But Spike and Angel are like, we can get her back. Like, Spike is like, remember when I was like engulfed in flames and then reappeared here like <laughs> this they, there is precedent here um yeah. and i know now that i've worked in a law firm that job's all about finding precedent <laughs> yeah <laughs> because gun brings up the liquefied organs which as i brought up uh, last episode it's like yeah her body was being destroyed from within but you know again spike what here's the thing the vampire mm. already has all these dead organs yes that's it's different. already that's, yeah that's different than a human having a bunch of dead organs and also different like and also specific to like this kind of vampire which is very much like a dead body whereas like a vampire diary is kind of vampire it seems like their body works like pretty much the normal way a human body would work in a lot of respects mm -hmm. so you know it depends but uh they decide step one find willow all right i'm listening <laughs> don't because fuck all those bitch asses in the scooby gang i don't fuck with any of them fair enough willow uh later turns out to not be on our plane so we're kind of fucked there uh, i take back any shipping of willow and fred no don't do that don't there's no reason for that there's no Blame reason Andrew. to say that he started this <laughs> 
Andrew, how could you do this to me? You never trust that man. Hate that bitch. Uh, uh, step to contain Illyria. Because they said, you know, Fred's uh, soul is out there somewhere. We'll find it, put it back where it belongs. I'm like, could I know Knox is, you know, the worst, but couldn't he just tell him it's not? Does, does he not know? It's, yeah, he should know that the, the soul doesn't exist anymore. He should, but also, like, that that's of no benefit to him to say. Yeah. And they wouldn't believe him even if, even if he said it, so. Yeah. True. Uh, there's one directorial uh bit i have to take tonight to task for because when angel says they're gonna pour, like make everyone responsible for this pay after they fix this there's no reaction shot of gun like mm. would you think there would be especially yeah. when angel's looking directly at gun when he says that it's like this is like yeah. the moment you would have a reaction shot. it's just like a, a weird little bit no you're right uh that is missing uh, but we do have a bunch of shots of the male avengers assembly absolutely the boys are back as if they ever left uh so we have to wonder if we're gonna get illyria we gotta figure out where she's going cut mm -hmm. to gun's office Illyria's here for Knox. uh mm -hmm. harmony sees her and calls her fred she's not fred illyria backhands her across the lobby dang she zoops yeah she packs a fucking punch and Knox is very stoked that his god is here <laughs> Yeah, uh, so for those playing at home, uh, the soul was basically, like, the elephant in the room when we were talking about a hole in the world, because, like, mm -hmm. obviously I hit on the fact that Fred's body was basically destroyed from within, but, like, yes. this is the thing that's kind of, like, the no undoing. Mm -hmm. uh, but, like, here we learn that the soul is kaput, as mm -hmm. they say. Yeah. And, uh, which is, I would say, because there's this, this argument in fandom I've seen before that, like, Angel's like soul is like a random soul and not Liam's because he's nothing like Liam. Mm. But but I always contend like it's just like Liam was, you know, a narcissist, like mm -hmm. and a hedonist, but like if you give him like memories of all the things that yeah. like Angelus has done, he's gonna feel some type of way about it. Yeah, like the shit that Angelus is doing is pretty next level. Like having the actual feeling of like killing multiple babies with your own body is including your sister you up yes who you did seem to love yeah <laughs> like <laughs> all of that stuff's gonna you know make you make some life changes but yeah so this kind of is like no you can't just like put a random soul in someone no it has to be theirs uh so and it has to exist yes so in the Wolfram and Hart lab, uh, Knox continues to geek out. It turns out uh, he is her quahazan, her priest, her servant, her guide in this world. And he ha he reveals the thing that he has in the ch in his chest, some kind of weird knobby thing. I yeah, loved how like, gross it looked. Of course you, you, you yeah. did, you little freak. And I'm like, and Lorne couldn't read this man? Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. He has a mystical relic in his chest cavity. And it's Lorne like was jutting like, out. Like you, could, you could see that shit through his shirt, basically. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and, you know, but we're not to believe that he did. So, um, Illyria is unimpressed because her last Quahazan was taller. And then she takes all of her clothes off and we get like boy going like, you know, the dweeby boy love when girls show boob. Yeah. And this was the scene where I was like, I hate every single one of his comedic beats. And this is what people are talking about when they attribute. Well, that just happened to Joss. Yes. Uh, so then in Angel's office. 
Turns out Willow's not on this plane. Yikes. Angel's having a screaming match on the phone with Giles. I would have liked Giles for this scene more than I would have liked him for a hole in the world. I would love I would love to hear the two of them yelling at each other. Um, that would be fun for me. I would but, love to, to see that man and just like really be furious even more. Yes, it's unfair that I'm mad at someone who I can't who isn't even like around. Like and and that's the other thing. I, I wonder how you feel about this because there are times when I am watching something that I love or I once loved and a character does something that I just hugely don't agree with and I like file that away in my brain as bad writing and I'm like you know what that didn't happen like that's not real like and and I feel that way about everything that's implied about the Scoobies this season like he's not fighting on the phone with Giles that's some other dude like I, I I find it hard to believe that any of our gang would do the things we're being told they're doing. I I believe it just because I combine it with because I didn't read all of them, but like the combination of this and the Buffy comics and even the Angel comics, I just believe this bullshit. Yeah, I I don't, I don't care for the Buffy comics either. From what I read, no, not a, I. I also tried to read those, and I was not a huge fan. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, we get this little moment with Wes and Gunn. Gunn is like still hopeful, you know, maybe we can fix this, uh, you know, because then it would mean he hadn't done it. <laughs> uh, Wes says he's like lost all reason. You're like, mm. he's like, I don't want to take it out on you who have like you who have done everything that you can, Gunn. I'm sorry. Gunn still doesn't tell the truth. Even when Wesley, Wesley of all people, does an apology. <laughs> I was so like I what worlds am I living in? Where this Wesley man still doesn't apologize for apologize. kidnapping Angel's son, <laughs> and he made a joke about it. <laughs> Remember when he said he could do it again? And I was like, this man wants to die. <laughs> this man wants to be slapped to death. <laughs> Um, and yeah, Gunn says, so am I. And I just like hate it. Like I hate that we're waving away Lauren or Angel being even a little bit responsible for this. It's all Gunn's fault. And he doesn't even handle it being his fault, uh, you know, the right way. It just feels very character assassination-y. I'm not having a fun the time. The lack of responsibility taking. Yeah, just sucks. So uh, Angel th throws his phone against the wall and shatters it. They will not be getting any Which help is, from Giles. So cl it's classic Angel. It's just because he doesn't know how to use, use his phone usually. Yeah, usually. I'm, I'm sure that's uh, not the first phone he's shattered. Yeah, Harmony has woken up, so now she has to go buy him a new one. Mm -hmm. And she's got a big red mark on her face from the backhand. Cute. Yeah, they all end up beat to shit by Illyria. Yes. Uh, we go to the lab. Illyria uh, goes from being naked into her new outfit that she seems to like suck out of yeah. the sarcophagus. Yeah, she's sucking up the, <laughs> the sarcophagus or whatever. I put in my notes. And then I also put, seriously, I need him to shut the fuck up. I, yeah. I, I need him to stop. <laughs> it, it's not good because he's like, oh, whoa. Like, about, like very that happened. Um, and uh, Illyria says she's ready to begin. Angel and co come in. Illyria immediately recognizes him as a warrior and it's like yeah you got we got a lot of them actually and lots of Wolfram and Hart dudes come in with big old guns <laughs> and she says two half-breeds and a band of primitives 
Get him. <laughs> she might as well have said boy derogatory. Absolutely. Uh, Angel talks a big talk, gives Illyria a chance to cooperate, and Illyria throws him out a window and then makes I mean, everything slow motion. Yeah, if you've seen her, any of her feats of strength, which is two so far, you you know she's about to whoop our friends' asses. Yeah. I uh, To shout out to tonight, I love the way all of this is realized. The slow yes. motion stuff looks really good. And I'm especially a big fan yeah, of the shot of like her and Knox exiting that pans up to mm-hmm. Angel falling yeah. out of the window. I'm surprised you didn't bring up bullet times and you're such a Matrix fan. I like I'm swallowing saying bullet time. I was like, they probably <laughs> the, You're allowed to say bullet, bullet time. time here. It's bullet time. It's actually time, relevant baby. here. <laughs> uh, I just love, yeah, Angel's still falling time. as they've like long walked away from the building. That love fucking rules. It. Fucking owns. Like really great, like it really shows us the stakes. Like this is like something they have not faced before. They are woefully unprepared. Hello, Kristen and Jenny here to tell you that this September will mark the 30th anniversary of the premiere of the X-Files. And to celebrate, we will be in Boston and New York City doing live recordings of our podcast, The X-Files. <laughs> Join us and special guests Saturday, September 9th at Arts at the Armory in Somerville, Massachusetts, where we are discussing The X-Files Season 1, Episode 20, Darkness Falls. And then the very next day, Sunday, September 10th at The Bell House in Brooklyn, where we will be discussing The X-Files Season 1, Episode 21, tombs the ultimate will they won't they tombs and the fifth liver (laughs) all information except whether he gets the liver or not can be found by going to bufferingcast.com slash live we will have a vip meet and greet in boston and a vip after party happening in new york city and yes of course we will be dressing up as Mulder and scully or jenny will we be fox and dana Come to the show to find out. <laughs> Tickets and details are there for you at bufferingcast.com slash live. But this is also, this episode, I think, is another reason why you can't have a season six. Because the stuff they're doing here and, like, the story they're telling and, like, the scope, mm-hmm. it's, like, clearly super expensive. Yeah. Like, both with the deeper well and then showing, like, how, like, the expanse of, like, all the dead, like, the dust. Like, that is so much money on screen. <laughs> There's so much money and they're also things you see once. Like it's one thing to spend a lot of money building a new set we're gonna be in all the time, but just spending all of this money on stuff that, you know, comes and goes really quickly, sometimes that can be worth it, but sometimes Mm -hmm. it feels like, you know, is it really worth it? That's why you can make season six a comic because you don't have to worry about the budget, but like to put that, you couldn't put what they do in season six on the screen without it looking like shit or like spending way too much money. Fair. Um, so back in the lobby, Angel comes back, beats shit. We all reconvene. What was that? Teleportation? Wes doesn't think so. Uh, oh, I also, I, Angel is nice to Harmony for once. It's like basically because she uh, literally didn't throw you out a window. You're doing better than I am. Don't worry about it. Um, he, he, now that there's only one girl left, he knows he has to be nice to keep her around. He couldn't manage before she to becomes hang a shell to too. <laughs> Oh, we'll talk uh, about that in a second when he, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, Gunn makes a Flash reference. He names a bunch of Flashes. Which, uh, that is Gunn mm-hmm. to do that. But at the same time, you know Angel's not going to get Barry Allen. Why would you bring up Jay Garrick? Come on. He's definitely not going to know that one. 
he will not know any flash uh but it's very cute uh wes is in research <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote in my notes and this is the gun we know so the chatty rooms can shut up yes <laughs> like finally he's my friend again and i don't even want it anymore like i <laughs> oh, help uh so wes is gonna go do research harmony's gonna join him what help is she going to be in this capacity? Is she going to get sex? Like, and Gun hey, she gets to tear things talk. apart, which is good. Yeah, it's cute. Gun's going to go talk to a contact of his. I'm doing air quotes for the listener. <laughs> then in Angel's office, Angel and Spike are like, we got to track down Illyria. Spike is like, it was really fucked up. I couldn't smell her. She has no yeah. scent. Like, she's not there. Yeah. And he's about to say, she's not, re- she's like, she's really gone. Angel won't allow it. Mm-hmm. And Angel says, I lost Cordelia because something violated her. Crawled inside, used her up. No way in hell I'm letting that happen again. But like, it literally does happen again. And my thing is, like, Angel isn't like usually a show where the plot beats are the same over mm-hmm. and over again from season to season. It's like, not, not like how, you know, The Flash had like a speedster as the villain all the time, mm-hmm. or like Dexter was always versus serial killers. Like, yeah. there, there really are like changes in like the beats of its storytelling. But yeah. so the fact that this is the same the beat, same it really stands out both as lazy and again, Joss's reaction to Charisma fucking up his brilliant plan and wanting to do it the right way this time because, like, originally, um, mm-hmm. season four, like, the Jasmine thing is, like, she never gives birth to Gina Torres. She just, like, is possessed by Jasmine the entire season is what okay, it is. Okay, so she just would have been. There would have been no Gina Torres. It just would have been evil mm-hmm. Cordy. It still would not have been Cordy at all yeah. that season, then, basically. Mm-hmm. But, like, it would have been Charisma playing the character the entire time. I guess no fucking Connor, which is the one good part of it. I mean, I guess, but like, still, if, if, imagine still being like so you know your own the grooming. Yeah, but I'm it, sure. God, that uh, does not the champion uh, grooming, happy. but but still, yeah, it's like since she ruined this for me, I'm just gonna do it the way I wanted to. It's like pick a new beat again. Amy is great as Illyria, but still. <laughs> still it's, it's not how the show has been done prior i agree uh but do you know what i do like what when, do you like when angel says that quote that uh you read off so beautifully his voice gets real deep and real growly i have not uh heard it do that maybe ever <laughs> and i was like hello sir like i was interested in hearing more should we play the buy for boreanas just for you and honestly me too um as two buys yes <laughs> okay He's got a booty stare and hot spiky hair If you're straight or gay, your tingly feelings don't care You're just being honest about this sexy demonic in your Bye for Boreanaz Bye for Boreanaz Bye for Boreanaz <laughs> Morgan, did you like rewind multiple times? <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I was like, uh, everyone's voice whoo, is getting deep. <laughs> <laughs> just, I just took a, a big drink of water. <laughs> uh, then in the lab, Harmony is just literally tearing everything up. I don't okay. know if this is of help. <laughs> when Harmony says, I have to go through there. So there was a line uh, uh, that I like had to dissect Scooby's that we cut out because I'm like, I don't want to be sued for slander, Mm -hmm. but I think I can do this line. Um, 
I never trusted that little nerd. The rumpled hair, socks that didn't match, that cute lopsided grin, so totally playing it up. I mean, who did he think he was fooling besides all of us? And I'm like, like, that's Joss. Like the rumpled <laughs> hair and the lopsided grin. Like that's, that's yeah. Joss Whedon. So either yeah. tonight was mocking Joss slash the, the obvious proxy, mm-hmm. or Joss was like, I'm going to hide in plain sight with this line once again. <laughs> Yeah, it's... Like, I feel like I, I won't get uh, sued for slander for this one. This one, I'm not, if you guys, I don't think you're going to have issues with. If you guys can guess what line it was that I was afraid <laughs> I was going to get sued for slander, I will be amazed. Give you a little treat. Um, it's <laughs> it's weird. For me, I also took a big issue when she called him a girl. I'm like, Harmony, you're the girliest girl I've ever seen. You have yeah, unicorn that, stickers on your thermos. Like, what? Because that culminated with, like, the, the Rick Springfield today. I'm like, I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> Is he gay? I there Is the, he, like, think... Fred's fabulous is like that's what what like is that what was it, it was no idea yeah there's a a joke about how his cell phone has a Rick Springfield's like um screensaver, screensaver she doesn't yeah. even know what that means and I'm like is this like early aughts gay panic or like what are we doing here I, I th- that's the the trouble with pop culture references is sometimes they date something to the point where you just can't understand a thing I, I think Rick Springfield. I think my good friend Jill Dayfield. <laughs> Time to sing Jesse's girl. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I mean, like, I don't know, man. Because there were very, like, the one example I always get of, of, of like, good gay and gay panic jokes from, like, this era was, like, Frasier. Because it was always, like, at the expense of, like, Frasier and his, and his just, like, stupidity whenever they did that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love a, I love a joke that's um, calling someone stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Which happens with, with Frasier all the time. Specifically Because he thinks he's the smartest character in the room, <laughs> and he's always getting embarrassed because of it. I need to watch more Frasier. Uh, so Wes is looking at the sarcophagus, kind of touching it like it didn't just fuck up everyone who touched it. <laughs> and I, I, like, I understand... Basically, yes, we know Fred's curious, and that is part of like the opening of the previous episode. Mm-hmm. But it, this is like accidentally kind of saying curiosity killed the cat when again she was under a thrall. Yeah, she did want to like send it to containment, and she was like telling Knox get, get it ready. But like the reason she got the dust and everything was because there was like a thrall. She was lured because she was intended vessel. That is something that is because like, he he wouldn't know that obviously. He would just think it's Fred's curiosity, of course. But. I need to make clear. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not baby girl's fault. But I, I do appreciate that he says, you know, she's just, she was just curious. And I think I hate her a little bit for that. That kind of like aftermath of being like the the idea that grief also comes with anger. Like anger sometimes towards the person you lost mm-hmm. for feeling like they abandoned you. Um, and how there's just a really uh, complicated cocktail of emotions pulsing through our mm-hmm. entire gang. I think that is that piece of it is well realized. But I agree. It's kind of like, okay, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, sh- she didn't do that. <laughs> and it is like. It's something that very much is a part of not just Wesley, but our crew in general. Like, Angel would always get mad with Cordelia for putting herself in, like, dangerous situations. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. It is just something. They get mad at each other about doing, you know, the heroic shit. And they're like, how would you be so fucking stupid? It's like, <laughs> it's just like, tell, tell them you love them, you, you weirdo. Yes. <laughs> and it's also like, also say that into a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> 
you can't get mad at other people for doing this when you do it constantly. <laughs> um, this is where Harmony, she kind of counters with, the girl of your dreams loved you. That's more than most people ever get. Which I love, but it's so not a Harmony line. Yeah, it's it's like, does she have a mouse in her pocket who's watches Dr. Phil? Like, I- Ratatouille, but it's, it's, it's Cordelia <laughs> in mouse form. Okay, now this I like. <laughs> Cordelia has been reincarnated as a mouse, and she's talking to Harmony. If Harmony was always in a very tall hat with a little corny, a very, corny mouse. A very pink, frilly hat. <laughs> And underneath is Cordelia the mouse. Okay, we've solved it. This is what is going on. Once again, we fixed season five of Angel. You're Cut welcome. that check, baby. <laughs> Give me them zids. Uh, Wes is like, yeah, I know, but. So Give me a head with zids. Long, beautiful zids. <laughs> I don't know why I have hair. Like, is that the cadence I want to go with? That's the, like, the parody I want to do. I don't particularly care that much about hair. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certainly not going to be the one to answer this question for you. <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> one day we'll figure it out. <laughs> um, Wes smacks the shit out of the sarcophagus until he gets one of the stones out, which he thinks might be useful. Harmony finds Knox's cell phone, Rick Sp- Springfield screensaver. She, like, outgoing calls are deleted, incoming calls are deleted, but missed calls, those are still there, baby. And we got three from the same number in the last few hours. Let's You're probably like, go. What the- Knox, what's going on? What the fuck's going on? Fair. Dude, what's going on? <laughs> um, yeah, so it's Dr. Sparrow, who I wrote in my notes even before Dr. Sparrow said it, like, he's just going to him now. Uh-huh. And then Spiro calls it out. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And like Gunn's like, I've been kind of busy. And I've been like, I don't know what you were doing that wasn't going busy to talk trying to the to person who did this. Protect him, his neck, basically. I guess. It sucks. Um, we're told a bunch of stuff we already know. He says, you can't bring Fred back. Gunn doesn't believe it. Gunn is doing denial. He's doing anger. And he's doing bargaining in this scene. Yeah. <laughs> The the full dab, if you will. He's doing bargaining part one and two. <laughs> two good jokes from two great ladies. Yes, Morgan did dab everyone. Thank you. Um, <laughs> he is begging for Sparrow to bring Fred back, but he cannot do that. He explains that Fred's soul was consumed in the fires of resurrection. It's gone forever. And then he is... Consumed like good? Good? <laughs> And then uh, Dr. Sparrow is fucking smacked because Wes is here and he now has his shotgun trained on gun. Wesley's got a gun. There, new song. There we go. So we go to commercial. We come back. Knox's phone led Wes here. The number was Dr. Sparrow's. Gun owns up to what he did. Uh, and how afraid he was to lose what made him special. God fucking damn it. <laughs> I mean, like, we know that's what it made him feel at this point, And, like, that is the story. Yeah. Again, if only they just tighten that shit up. Yeah. Uh, Wes says, nothing from Wolfram and Hart is ever free. And Gunn says, I know, I, I know that. But I just didn't think the because- price would be one of us. Yeah, because first he says, I didn't think anyone would get hurt. And then he says, I didn't think it would be one of us, which means he basically is admitting he he was lying and knew someone would be the price. Yeah. 
He just didn't care. He assumed it wouldn't touch them. And he says again, I couldn't go back to just being the muscle. Bummer city. Wes says he understands not wanting to go back to being who he was. And he can forgive that. But knowing what was going on and not saying anything, letting her mm -hmm. die. He grabs a little knife off the table and he stabs gun in the belly. <laughs> Cut to. Angel and Wes. Angel's throwing Wes against a wall for doing this. <laughs> he is not pleased. <laughs> Why isn't he pleased? <laughs> I don't know. Because Wes is like, I avoided all the major organs. He's yeah. probably going to live. Angel's <laughs> like, I don't remember seeing stab gun on the agenda this morning. Mm -hmm. Angel, you know these two and they're fucked up Thing about relationship. Fred. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I can never tell with the two of that. Like, if anything, like, Angel should be very confused constantly about the status of their relationship. Yeah. Here's the thing. Angel got lured into, like, a false sense of security about how Wes is now. Mm -hmm. So he forgot that Wes is a little psycho. Yeah. You, ca you can't let any trauma happen to Wes. If Wes has one half of one trauma, he's mm -hmm. fucked. Angel, you should know better. Like, once Wes, like, stops sleeping, <laughs> there's something wrong. Like, honestly, once Wes's dad, like, fake robot dad showed up, we all should have been on high alert for the next calendar year. <laughs> I know there's no baby to kidnap this time, but there's something to do. There's something drastic to do. If the scruff grows even a little bit, be worried. <laughs> But Angel if he's like drawing attention to his neck where the scar is with turtlenecks, be worried. <laughs> so the turtleneck, though. Ugh. Yeah. God, so sad. Um, <laughs> Angel is like, so that makes it right that, you know, you didn't stab him in an organ. And Wes is like, none of this is right. Fred's soul was destroyed. He explains what Gunn did. And Angel's like, well, I let her die, too. And explains what happened at the well. And it's like, that's really different. <laughs> um, but I do wish we could delve more into, like, the specific guilt he feels about that. Um, and Angel's like, Wes, you need to bury it because we have to focus on stopping Illyria. Um, Spike shows up. They ask him what he got out of the doctor. And he says, screams and various fluids i write the one thing i'm i, I would have liked to see but i'm fine with it being off screen the torture of dr spear i'm like i would have loved to see it but like mm -hmm. that's that's see this is a scene you can have off screen and like it doesn't take away from anything yes but also screams in various fluids thank you steve tonight like specifically <laughs> that gnarly shit that comes from my boy i believe and that makes me happy <laughs> uh so the name that he got out of sparrow uh was uh vahala uh, uh yeah valahanesh it's the name of her temple where she was supposed to be released uh is there do you know if there's uh an origin or an etymology for like these particular words? No, I truly have no I idea. Didn't, I didn't where look it any up. Of it came from. Um, if there was any like thought put into that. Uh, so he says this is the name of Illyria's temple where she was supposed to be released, you know, but because of the Pangea situation, didn't happen. The picture in Wes's big dusty tome has Illyria and her army of doom. Sh she's a big leech. They're all little leeches. <laughs> 
again, Illyria, dang ass freak. Um, and he <laughs> says, this spot is out of phase with our time stream. So only Illyria can open it. Because Angel makes a joke about how he's pretty sure he would have spotted this parked right next to the Ralphs. Um, love a Ralphs shout out. <laughs> uh, cut to somewhere. Knox is explaining humans to Fred. They're uh, again, I'm like, it's it's when the Hyperion is the bus station from Fredless. Very much so. Um, Knox doesn't consider himself a human anymore now that he's allied with Illyria. He's something else. Um, Illyria does not want to hear this dumb boy, mm. which I feel Me neither. Again, seriously, I hate all of his bits. I read in my notes. Absolutely terrible. She reaches out to open the portal. But she says the gateway is blocked. And Knox is like, oh, that's probably Wolfram and Hart's doing. And Illyria remembers Wolf, Ram, and Hart. Cool. And they were barely above a vampire back in her day. Yeah. Turns they out they completely, yeah, they capitalized on the old ones being banished, basically, it looks like. Yeah, that does seem like they filled that vacuum. Uh, so Knox is like, don't worry. I've got a skeleton key. Like, I've got a way around this. So let's get into it. Uh, then in the Wolfram and Hart medical bay, uh, Harmony shows up with some papers for Gunn to sign. What? Do we know what these papers are? I couldn't tell because there's like, she's like, he's like, shouldn't I not be signing this? And she's like, that's kind of what they're about. So like, I wondered if they were like termination papers, but it really wasn't clear to me. Yeah. Uh, she asks, is it true that you did this? Like, and he's like, yeah. She goes, how could you? He says, because I was weak, because I wanted to be somebody that I wasn't, because I don't know where I fit, because I never did, because a thousand other reasons that don't mean a damn, because she's gone. If only Cordelia were here. Yeah. And he cries, and he says he's sorry, and Harmony puts a hand on his shoulder. And I, I know we've talked about all of the reasons that this has been a hard pill to swallow, but it... it since for one last time gun has always been such a skeptical person <laughs> he did not trust angel for the longest time and yet i'm to believe he was like wolfram and Hart, great put the superpowers in my brain yeah and i hate that the answer just... to this is that he actually hated himself this whole time yeah and it's he he talks about being weak and how he didn't know where he fits in. And he has no one around to tell him, like, where he fits in or that he's more than the muscle. Because, mm -hmm. again, like, no, Cordel Cord nah, no Cordelia. And he and Fred w don't, weren't ba were basically not even speaking terms, really, <laughs> the way this season was was written. Yes. And and it's hard. Like, the, like, actually, he hated himself is the answer. It, it makes me upset because that's not what I want for him. But it's also, like... It's not also entirely off base. Like, we know that there's some dark shit going on mm -hmm. and potentially even some self-loathing. You know, he mortgaged his soul. He killed his sister. Like, he has real mm -hmm. things that are heavy. But he believed in what he was doing. He believed in the fight and doing good and what he stood for. And this mm -hmm. just feels like such an annihilation of so many mm -hmm. things that feel always felt central to Especially who he was. Since it also means like like what Gwen was telling him last time like didn't sink in at all, mm -hmm. which like I mean it's fair like she she picked she picked it out because it's an issue that he has but like yeah it just uh, is rough. Um, at the portal entrance, 
Angel, Wes, and Spike arrive as Knox finishes up the ritual to unlock it. They're all ready to die, trying to fuck Illyria's shit up if necessary, because Angel will not let innocent people die at her hands. Uh, she asks Angel, like, you're the protector of these humans. Would you fight for their lives? Even him? N nodding at Knox. <laughs> and Knox is like, whoa, was my life on the, on the chopping block here? Yeah, bitch. Yes. What part? When did you think she liked you? She is not like she has made no promises to you, sir. And um, like, you know, Angel says, yeah, I would fucking defend his life. He's a human like and being human means being messy and shit like that. I don't like him. But yeah, of course. And Wes feels differently because he shoots Knox in the chest. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Yay. And this is where Angel's like, were you even listening? And I'm like, there's Boreana's nailing the comedy beat in mm -hmm. a way none of Knox's lines have. Yes. Uh, we go to commercial. We come back. Illyria's like, what the hell? And they're like, oh, are you mad? And she's like, no, I'm mad that you think I'd be mad about this. Like, <laughs> this man doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Great burn on Knox. <laughs> right. And then I write in my notes, time for our friends to embarrass themselves. Oh, God. God, it's rough. It's them fighting the beast all over again. It's sword <laughs> fight o'clock. Oh God, that was, that was fun. The mm -hmm. beast like sucked ultimately, but th those those fights were fun. Yeah, all that slow mo shit. Like there was good yeah. like gun. There was so their guns. There was yeah, violence. That's cool. Because it, it is like hot with like the West shooting at her, but yeah. then it's it's so funny when she just kicks and knocks his dead body at him. Very, very funny shit. Um, Spike and Angel cannot land a blow. Illyria yeah. does her little spin to avoid being shot. Uh, Silly. But also so good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just, yeah, just her, her doing limbo basically to avoid them. Well, again, a little, a little matrixy, a little, uh, a little mm -hmm. bit Neo. Yeah. Um, it, 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 Reminds me of another Amy Acker thing. It was like uh, her gunfight in like season four, A Person of Interest, where she's like uh. shooting down while her like her opponent is like shooting up, basically. Oh, and it's cool. it's really it's really cool. That's sick. Um, Illyria's response to this attack, unimpressive. Hot. <laughs> cool. Neg me more. <laughs> Uh, she slows down time again, but Angel's yeah. fucking prepared for that shit I, now. Well, I I love this because like slow mo West with two guns is something we know so well. Mm -hmm. But in this case, it's because she's manipulated time mm -hmm. because of the bullet time. Yes, and uh, Angel gets a good hit in on her because he's got the stone. The stone was connected to the sarcophagus and to Illyria, and now it's connected to Angel, so he is impervious <laughs> to this particular power. But yeah, she still kicks their asses, though. Yeah, absolutely. Illyria says, sneaky. And she, she's, she's starting to realize what it's like to be around humans. Uh, <laughs> and she opens up the portal and jumps into it, and Wes follows. Because he has a death wish. Yes. We go into Illyria's temple. Wait a second. Everything's gone. <laughs> and now, Oof. much like Fred, it's... this is a hollowed out, empty thing. Uh, that it's literally it's it ash for miles yeah like the, that's that's her her army of doom mm -hmm. it's basically if like you're in the hellmouth and the turrican were all dead already <laughs> that would have been nice for our gang <laughs> with the the dead army of doom i must say it's fuck watch time <laughs> 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 
All right. Who are you fucking? Um, who am I fucking? Um, I thought I thought that I would do something clever because I'm I'm not feeling particularly like fucking given the vibes that we've had these past couple of episodes. Uh, but mm-hmm. I will say, you know what? Because he was angry and and it made me horny. Angel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fuck angel. I, and you've not chosen angel so far this season. I don't know if I have. If I have, I'm cheating and I'm picking angel let me, again. <laughs> let me see, because I did have the fuck watch uh, spreadsheet open. It's a little behind, but let me see that you've not already chosen Mr. Angel. <laughs> At least, uh, I don't think you didn't smile time or hole in the world, which is not updated. But yeah, you did not fuck angel already, so you're good. Yay, I can do I it. I fucked angel in episode two. <laughs> Yeah, that always happens. (laughs) You Uh, always blow your load early with him. And then then I have to cheat. Yeah. (laughs) You think I'm not going to try to fuck Angel again later this season? Come on now. You must not know about me. (laughs) And I I already fucked Puppet Angel. (laughs) I will will let you cheat. I I simply won't let it happen. (laughs) Because I believe Uh in the rules. (laughs) Of course. Yeah, sure. Um, So I was considering Spike, who I have not chosen yet this season, Mm -hmm. actually. Yeah. Especially for like uh, later in the episode, he mm-hmm. has some really good stuff, and uh, yeah. Marsters has is doing some great work. But I'm actually gonna choose um, Harmony. Aww. Yes, she has way too much emotional maturity and intelligence here. But you know what? The, that's like the, probably the only time I'll feel comfortable fucking <laughs> Harmony, and not like something's like yeah a problem if I if I try to fuck her. Not like you're potentially <laughs> taking advantage of her. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I'm into it. <laughs> Yes. I like that for you. Te- terrible. <laughs> well, that's fuck watch. It is. Um so Illyria, upon seeing, you know, her army gone, falls to her knees, picks up the dust, lets it fall through her fingertips, all the all the good ones. And Wes puts his gun to her head and says, Now you know how I feel. And Illyria like skedaddles the fuck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> She just bails. At least she leaves a, por- a portal open for him. Yeah, that was really nice of her, honestly. Uh, then, in Angel's office, uh, hooray for small victories, I guess. No huge no army, army gym, coming yeah. to kill us. Angel wants to get that portal closed. Notes that Illyria is still a threat they need to take care of. Wes concurs. He's going to go in the lab. And we get a Spike and Angel scene. Spike asks if he can still be a spy. And then he says, Gun should be a spy. Everyone thinks it's a good idea. <laughs> so what they're saying is we were right all along. Interesting. Hmm. It's almost like anyone who's disagreed with us should check the records because the show is agreeing with us. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> nice to get a little validation. Spike's like, I don't want to leave. Fred would have wanted me to leave. stay. And then he thinks on it more. I love this moment where he's like, it's what she would have wanted. And then he like goes, fuck, it, it's what I want. Which I And this love. is why I was considering Spike being my fuck watch. Great moment. Um, so cool to like, because especially one, I don't believe that he and Fred had a strong enough t- connection to motivate anything uh, because so. of the, the gaps and we gotta i'm gonna just keep saying it should tighten it up 
Should have tightened it up. Would have been nice. Could have used some tightening. We, we should have had a post-ghost Fred and uh, Spike mess around episode. Would have loved a Fred and Spike mess around, but we we simply didn't get it. Um, and but I love him being like, I it's it's what it's so easy to say like because of Fred he does this. And he's like, no no no, it's because of me. Like what's going on is important. He says the fight is coming, Angel. We can both feel it. And it's going to be a I, hell of a lot bigger than Illyria. And the thing also with the scene, it's like, you know, I, I've said this five million times. My issues with Spike with a soul in season mm-hmm. seven. He has a soul now, but nothing about that changes how he behaves. Mm-hmm. And finally, yes, finally, he actually like acts like the champion. And obviously, I understand you have to become a champion. You can't, like yeah. having a soul doesn't make you a champion. Like, mm-hmm. but finally, he is acting like someone who has that soul. Yes, someone who willingly chose to have that soul. Yes, and instead of just the same and having a soul, so it, it absolves him. Yeah, and like you know, I get it. And like I, I did not watch a lot of season seven during Buffering's coverage because I'm, um, I was in a feud with them, and but also self care, and also self care. Um, but you know, I know that a lot of him in season seven is like i just got the soul it's fucking me up i'm fucked up all of this shit yeah i'm not mentally well so i don't have to do any actual work on myself yeah and also robin wood he's he's a mean black guy bad bad no thank you um and but i really do appreciate him finally like coming into his own here he says things are gonna get ugly and that's where i live and you're like, yeah. Right, yeah, I wrote my notes. Okay, James, go off. Yes. Like, it's also just like, this is what you owe James. Like, it, all of it. It just is nice to finally let him do this. It it really seems like these were two characters. It took a season and a half yeah. to get Spike to where I would want him to be. <laughs> Literally a season of another show. Mm-hmm. And then like half of this season. Nuts. It just seems like these are two difficult characters to coexist together on the same show, taking up the same space. I think it was really hard for them to make this work. That ultimately seems Mm -hmm. to be like they wanted to do this and they didn't really know how to do it. Our uh, final scene takes place in Fred's office. Wes is packing up Fred's stuff. Illyria shows up and she's surprised. He's uh, still grieving over like just the one life nuts because yeah she's like i was grieving over like thousands like turned to dust like what's your deal and i'm like already done (laughs) yeah she pre-grieved so she's good (laughs) she's like i like she's not sure like why she came here she's kind of looking confused i write in my notes in all caps "Uh uh-oh is someone having a feeling (laughs) we love it she's like this office is it's part of it's part of the shell. <laughs> and Wes is like, she had a fucking name. And she goes, oh, yeah, that's important to you. Things have names. And she's like, she's gone. But, you know, there are fragments. There are memories. And she summons a little memory with a lightning bolt between her fingers. Like, she's fucking Vincent on the originals doing the little gesture. And she says... Why can't I stay? In her little Fred voice. Rude. Bitch, you keep her voice out of your mouth. Bitch, I'll slap the shit out of you. I don't care if it's the last keep, thing I do. Keep my fucking wife's voice out of your mouth. That, I don't want to hear that shit. So Wes is like, you got to leave. And Illyria is like, I don't have anywhere to go. My kingdom's long dead. And Wes is like, yeah. And your place is being dead alongside yeah. all of that shit. 
because yeah she's like i'm i i become overwhelmed i'm unsure of my place and i'm like uh taylor brought this up how there was like she connected it to anya's speech in the body and i Mm -hmm. think in terms of like the demon side, I think Alira is possibly like a better version of Anya in a way, mm-hmm. basically. Especially like because Anya becoming a, like you know Avengers demon again, she's still. It always drove me crazy how like mm-hmm. relatively weak she was yeah. for a demon, like for seemingly a powerful demon she was before. Yeah, like she it was like she might as well have never not become a demon again, pretty yeah, much. It, and it's I, a little like half the thing and dozen the other or whatever. Yeah. So, and just, again, Amy Acker. Oh, killing it. She's like, okay, maybe, but I'm here, and I have mm-hmm. to learn to be here, and I'll need your help, Wesley. And I'm like, is this man not broken enough? Like, leave him alone. Leave him be. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but there are way better people to teach you how to be normal. Like, I would not go to Wes to learn a damn yeah. thing. He's like, he's the last man in the world to teach her what's right. I'm like, true? <laughs> yeah, he's, he, go with that instinct, sir. Um, he says that she'd have to learn to change, to stop killing. And she's like, but you killed Knox, even though your boss told you not to. Like, and he's like, yeah, well, he killed the woman that I love. And she's like, oh, so it was just. And he's like, no, it's not just. Fuck. Ah, fine. <laughs> I'll help you. And Elyria's like, because I look like her. And Wes is like, yeah, because you fucking look like her. And yeah, it's pretty pathetic. Oh, it's... And the fact that he has no illusions about that. Yeah. I like and is just dark. Um, she looks at the sarcophagus and she says, we cling to what is gone. Is there anything else but grief? Uh, yeah, and that's where I start tearing up and ask, why am I tearing up already? I haven't seen this in years. And I really love the night's, like, like the camera movement in this scene. And I think that I think that has a lot to do with why I just start crying. Mm-hmm. It It's very, like, rousing. You know, Wes explains that there's hope, hope that you find something worthy, that your life will lead you to some joy, that after everything you can still be surprised. And Illyria asks, is that enough? And Wes doesn't answer because he doesn't know anymore. Ah, then a place called home by Kim Ritchie starts playing and everyone is sad. We yes, uh, sad all, all of our friends are now shells themselves. That's why the episode is titled Shells and Not Shell. Mm-hmm. Because everyone's hollowed out without Fred. And um, I love the moment... Um, the 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 feigenbaum the feigenbaum the little rabbit thing doesn't mm-hmm. really yeah. work for me until now the idea that it's something that you know fred's neurons or synapses were firing and she thought about this before she it's... died and the idea that like wes didn't know what she needed and didn't know how to give it to her and now he's mm-hmm. holding it in his hands without any knowledge of its significance uh... It's uh, so again, comparing it to the body, it's Anya finding the sweater and the like the couch mm-hmm. during that, and just kind of like tossing it aside. It's kind of like that. It's like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, like we have Gun in bed alone, just like staring up the ceiling. Harmony at her desk alone, and even with the unicorns, it's still fucking sad as hell. Mm-hmm. Lauren drinking alone and just drinking and drinking and drinking. Yeah. Spike on the steps alone, I really like because it's like it's basically like he's a ghost again. The way people are passing by him. Yeah. Angel in his office alone. He failed. Mm-hmm. Like. Couldn't do it. Yeah. And then we see Fred 
she's back in Texas. Uh, yeah. So they like clearly shot just during a hole in the world, which is why we were like we kind of connected them. To, like, they just shot it during the last oh, episode. Oh, very much so. Yeah. And she is hugging her mom goodbye. Her dad's out on the porch watching as she drives away. And we just sit with her for a little bit to drive as she drives off into this as I'm life. sobbing. Oh god, I'm not well right now. Um she drive she looks so hopeful and she's driving off into this life where like anything is possible for her and she thinks it all is just about to open up and she doesn't know about all the hurt that is coming and that this is like maybe one of the last uncomplicated times. And um we end there with her and it's just uh it's a it's very gutting it makes me really fucking sad uh mission fucking accomplished um as uh it's been a, it's been a rough 24 hours for the gang uh, hell i'll it's even been say a long day yeah <laughs> and um they could probably use a nice calming episode of the wb uh, to wash this all down with. Uh, you're not going to get a nice calming episode of the WB. I'll tell you what. What? Well, rather than a nice calming episode of the WB, what would you recommend they watch, Latoya? Angel is a vampire. Does he even like TV? I think he'll like the WB. They get that hot teen drama to ease the pain and trauma. Thank you. All right. So me singing that It's Been a Long Day song was actually a hint because you might remember that as the loudest music cue in the history of the Vampire Diaries. (laughs) Yes, I am suggesting the CW's Vampire Diaries season four, episode 15, Stand By Me. Basically an example of how not to process your grief Mm -hmm. as terrific of an episode as it is. Yeah. I know our friends are feeling hollow and like shells right now Mm -hmm. and they are beating themselves up, Mm -hmm. but they should know they are already all handling this grief better than one Elena Gilbert. That's for sure. Yeah. Honestly, they could all use the boost of being like, well, at least, you know, oh, at least. Fred's body did not get to the point of smelling as it decomposed. Mm -hmm. And none of you are in denial about that. And none of you burned your house down. So thank goodness. None of our vampires chose to lose their souls out of their grief. Yes. And in fact, Wes, by helping Illyria, is possibly helping his soul. Because we know he has a fucked up soul. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. They should know that it could be worse. <laughs> they should know that they did the best they could with these circumstances. Absolutely. Especially Wes, because, you know. Yeah. Wes, of course. He's, he's not okay. No, not a well man at all. None of them are at this point. <laughs> yeah, because they're all men. Mm-hmm. And that's the WB. Yeah. Um, hard up, but I'm I'm really was glad to talk to you about it, buddy. Do you have any other closing thoughts on this before we scoot to plugs? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, again, just that ending 
always fucks me up. I had again, I had not watched this episode in years. Yeah. And yet, even before we get to the montage, mm-hmm. I was tearing up. And I thought it was very poignant that that, that scene in the discussion between Illyria and, and Wes. Yeah, I think it's I think it's nice. It's touching on a lot of like uh the show's big themes. So I like it. And a lot of the issues we have is it they could have been fixed had the, the first half of the season been much better. For sure. <laughs> because had you tightened those things up, the things would have been tightened up here already. Yeah. Um, I, it, it is very much like good work built on a very shaky foundation. So it's like very, it's kind of complicated to assess and to experience. Cause you know, you're like, well, that's mm-hmm. great. But like, why don't I feel? And it's like, because none of the groundwork was laid properly. <laughs> um, yes. But you can follow this. Like, it's, okay. I'm sorry. It's like if Nina showed up in the episode, it's like Fred's my best friend from when they like interacted yes. with her blonde sister that one time. Yes, absolutely. And it's like, I don't know that, bitch. Like, you can't. <laughs> all I remember is that Fred didn't help at all with that situation. <laughs> she made things worse. Nina shows up and is crying and like throwing herself into Angel's arms. <laughs> I'm so sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Nina, you don't have to do that to get him to have sex with you. <laughs> <sighs> Again. Classic Nina. Yeah, classic Nina, I think. <laughs> Nina, Nina, Morgan's favorite character. Nina, who has character traits. And I'm gonna list them all right now. She's an art student. She's blonde. Mm-hmm. She has a blonde niece. She potentially, possibly had, like, a drug problem? Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) She seems nice. Yeah. And that's it. She doesn't Mm -hmm. seem mean. She doesn't seem mean. She really doesn't. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, on that note. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at AngelOnTopCast. You can go to AngelOnTop.com to gain access to our Patreon, where you can support us, which is super helpful and much appreciated. You can also get ad-free episodes there, access to our side podcast, the Cole Turner Podcast. It's about the main character of Charmed. Maybe you've heard of him. His name is Cole Turner. Uh, And the live watches that we do, which are very fun. Uh, you can follow me online at Lorgan Mudich if you so choose. And you can listen to Latoya and I on the Empire Diaries, which is our Vampire Diaries podcast, which is um, a real hoot, in my opinion. Latoya. A hoot and a half, even. Hell yeah, I'll give it that. Uh, where can the people find you? And should they? Uh, follow me at LaFergs on Twitter, and then please do your best to either donate to my dog Chewie's GoFundMe, share it um, with all of your richest friends and family members. You know what to do. Yes, please. Uh, very, very important. Chewie is an important and sweet little man, and we should all, t- all take care of him. Uh, yes. So until next time, you are now leaving Wolfram and Hart. And no, we don't validate. Uh-huh.